0: one to the fifth yes yeah, is the fifth fifth episode of opinions are mine uh, my name is Irene, and uh, this episode is uh, called "The Rose That Grew from Concrete." So very soon uh, we will explain you why this is the title. But before, as usual, we have to thank the Gold Coast Report uh, that is uh, producing and helping us spreading uh, uh, the podcast culture in Ghana. So thank you, Cyril. Thank you guys for uh, helping us. And please follow the Gold Coast Report uh, on social media. Follow the website. Follow all our podcasts, so not only opinions of mine, but all the podcasts uh, in the Gold Coast Report uh, family. So today is a very special episode, so we know already we might be long, (laughs) I'm telling you. Because with me there's Riava. yeah. Uh, yes. So uh, it's a very funny day. So I'm drinking wine. So I mean, I don't know what's
1: gonna happen during this episode.
0: Uh, Ria is on the antibiotics. I'm on an antibiotics.
1: <laughs> so I'm drinking tea and my eyes shut.
0: So it's like it's a whole very interesting situation. But we were here having conversations and we're like we have to record this. Mm-hmm. So. We are starting from uh, this beautiful book that I bought in New York. You guys know that New York is going to come back many (laughs) times in this uh, uh, season of uh, Opinions of Mine. So I I got this book in a very interesting shop. Uh, I don't even remember where I was. I've been walking around all the time and there was this old uh, bookstore Mm -hmm. with old books um, and uh, secondhand books. Uh, And I found this uh, uh, book that is a poetry book from Tupac. Mm -hmm. But it was a very, very young Tupac. I think it was like end of high school uh, or something like that. So it's a very young Tupac writing super sweet Romantic, but as usual, being to pack deep uh, mm-hmm. uh, poetries uh, and uh, and poems. And so uh, the, the poem that is also the title for the book is called The Rose That Grew From Concrete. Mm-hmm. And it goes like this. Did you hear about the rose that grew from a crack in the concrete? Proving nature's laws wrong, it learned to walk without having feet. Funny, it seems, but by keeping its dreams, it learned to breathe fresh air. Long live the rose that grew from concrete when no one else even cared. Mm. So basically, we're talking about uh, good things coming from things that are not.
1: Yeah, that, like bad situations.
0: Yes, you know. or yeah. beautiful things coming out from ugly things, like yeah. a rose that comes out from concrete that definitely is not a beautiful thing. Right. So, which is where we are now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. We're all going through our own kind of. Healing through painful situations that allow us to kind of blossom from them.
0: Yeah, Yeah. because this is the year when we all blossom, be sure of that. Like, I was having this conversation also with our sister Stefania. It's a birthday today! Happy birthday,
1: Stefania!
0: Okay, <laughs> this is gonna go out, it's not on her birthday. But anyway, <laughs> even if you listen to this afterwards, you can do. And happy belated birthday to Stefania from El Loco, yes. our sister. So, yes, yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, this was the conversation that we were having. It's like uh, healing. Uh, comes from a place of pain right. and from a place of uh, suffering mm-hmm. which is uh, anyway part of life now, I always remember when I started doing my Buddhist uh, practice and study uh, What what is the most difficult part to accept is that they tell you you have to accept su- suffering yeah. it's like that's part of life yeah. now it's what you do with that exactly. that makes the whole difference right? So healing uh, comes from a place of suffering, but also when you decide to help and heal other people, you have to heal yourself, yourself uh, yeah. first. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you feel about it right now?
1: I mean, honestly, I I agree with that because I feel like when we're not necessarily like 100%, there's no way that we can give ourselves to other people. Like I've even noticed, like for example, even with little very micro things, like going to go and help my grandma, At her house or something. I realize that if I'm mentally not feeling great, I can't really show up for her in ways that she might need me to. And then it like she can notice that. And that affects our relationship because she's worried about me. And I realized if I had just focused on, let's say, taking a breath, taking a moment, focusing on myself, what what my problem is. Instead of just trying to like overlook it and go and do something, I might be better for it. And so I I feel like a lot of us do ourselves a disservice because we don't particularly like to even face ourselves to heal. Yeah. We just kind of like, oh, let me sweep this under the rug a little bit. And then the rug starts getting like bumpy (laughs) and high and I can't really walk in my living room anymore. You know, and I just yeah, I just feel like we need to start doing the work with ourselves before we start to try to give ourselves
0: yeah and that comes from a place of acceptance yeah, right exactly. so healing comes from a, an honest conversation with ourselves and be like you know i'm going to accept myself uh, yeah. in the way i am and i'm going to give myself love uh, mm-hmm. and accept myself so when you have uh, so only when you when you healed then you can help other people and exactly. be there for other people. And My first episode was about that. It's mm-hmm. about uh, taking care of yourself is a very important responsibility because if you don't take care of yourself, you don't have the energy to take care of other people.
1: Exactly, exactly. But, so,
0: I mean, we share some similar experiences, uh, especially when it's about
1: abuse, when it's oh. about,
0: uh, yeah, these kind of unpleasant things.
1: Solidarity when it comes to abuse is so sad, but at the same time, there's a strength in it as well.
0: Yeah, you know what I you feel know? is like I, I'm trying to understand also why when you come from a situation of abuse, you have the tendency to going back yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I remember talking about it uh, in therapy because it's like then that becomes what you know.
1: You're normal. It's the cycle that you're yeah. used to. Yeah,
0: that becomes what you know. Yeah, and so for some reasons you keep ending up there, but I also feel that you keep ending up there until you get to the place of healing and acceptance yeah. it's yeah. like the universe is putting you back in that situation until you learn the to lesson see, <laughs> to see if you're gonna change something yeah. at that yeah. point you know? because I always say I mean I have different stories but the main one uh, that I usually talk about because I mean sometimes you don't have to talk about things that you don't want to talk about mm-hmm. so the one I talk about is definitely my story in Italy with my abusive boyfriend and uh, the thing is that I know that situation of abuse happened to me afterwards Yeah. but I think it's because I at that time I just ran away from the situation and thank god I was able at some point to run away from the situation but I didn't do the work to accept myself right. and heal myself and forgive myself
1: exactly that yeah? forgiving yourself
0: because you think like okay I was there for four years mm-hmm. so it's also my fault Yeah. it's never your fault no,
1: but then when you're in it you really do believe that it's... Like, the same with me. Like, I spent a good... When I was living in New York, I was in an abusive relationship for three years. And I mean, you don't get into the relationship and you're like, this is going to be bad. But then it starts getting bad and you start feeling like you deserve it, you know? And so then when you deserve it, even when you come out of it, like, even after that, I found myself in another situation that was very similar. Yeah. Because I was, like, refusing to do the work, which was admitting to myself that, okay, maybe some of this is accepting some of the blame in the sense that I could have avoided that. I could have, let's say, avoided being in a situation that has now put me back at what I feel like is square one because I just didn't want to do the work. You know, it's like, oh, you don't want to be lonely or you don't want to do this, but you accept those things. And the next thing you know, you're in like a really bad situation where you're having to heal from trauma you could have actually avoided. Yeah. Which in a way can also make you feel like, you go into this cycle of like blaming yourself. Why did I, why did I get back into this when I knew better? But then it's the lessons that you're, you're not learning. And it's like, like you said, the universe is going to keep giving you this same situation yeah. until your reaction to it is different.
0: Yeah. Until you stop. First of all, I mean, blaming yourself. Uh, yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting because, um, so when I was, uh, uh When I was approaching Buddhism, I remember that one of the things that I was like, I think I was in a meeting and I look at everyone and I was like, You guys are crazy. I'm leaving this place, never coming back. It's like, (laughs) You guys are completely crazy. Because what they tell you is that actually you choose your path. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, okay. So you're telling me that I chose to. I mean, to be abused? Yeah, that's... And said. they tell you, yes, you did. Yeah, there. you did. You chose like, that.
1: Yeah.
0: But maybe you did it for a positive reason, yeah. which is like, I feel that I don't want... I'm not grateful per se to the fact that I've been abused several times in my life. Mm-hmm. But what I'm grateful is that if I survived it, it means that now I can embrace other people that have been into the same situation exactly. and I can heal other people that yeah. have been in the same situation. Mm-hmm. I can help other people. And I feel very privileged mm-hmm. to be able to do that is yeah. like to feel that I can help other people. I think it can really help you surviving mm-hmm. when you come from that place of darkness. Uh, yeah. And uh, and I feel like, I don't know if you feel the same when it's about yeah. when you, what you do with your art. Mm-hmm. I guess it's very similar, right? Very,
1: very similar. In the sense that now I realize that like, okay, when you're going through it, you're really like, why the hell am I going through this? And why is this, why does this keep happening to me? But then, I don't know, I've come to this point also when it comes to my art that maybe... All these things that I'm going through as well, there's a reason why I'm going through them because now I can speak about them and now I can sing about them. I can write about them and I can write about them in ways that can allow other people to feel like, you know what, I know exactly
0: what you're feeling
1: and I can really help you tap into that. And maybe even with what I write, it can heal you because like it helps me to get it out. If I don't get it out, I'm going to go crazy, you know, and so it helps me and now I have... I have like the language Like I know how to speak about it Like I remember A friend of mine When was this like When I had just come out Of that bad relationship I remember a friend of mine Called me And she was dealing with a, Like an abusive situation And I finally had like The tools And it's like It's not something that you're like I'm so proud that I was abused So I can do this But then in that moment yeah. I felt like Oh my gosh Like I know what to tell you And I know what this is gonna turn into And before you get to that point I can warn you now, if you still make that decision, well, it's your life journey and you're going to learn the lesson eventually, but I know that now I knew what to say to you because I didn't have anyone to, like, say those things to me. Because yeah. even, like, with my, for example, even African parents, sometimes they have a hard time.
0: Well, even Italian parents. Yeah, I even, mean, know, like, they have I have think parents. parents.
1: Yeah, they have so, a hard time being able to even talk to I you through his your his trauma as well. I think parents
0: in general, but I feel like, for instance, I feel a lot for my for my family because I really love my parents I think they're amazing mm-hmm. and, and I grew up in this very open-minded uh, uh, family where I learned so much books were always the most important thing it's like if I am this kind of person uh, and I have so much knowledge and I have my mind is so open it's because of my parents like I come from a very beautiful family and I feel that when they found out of my abusive situation, mm-hmm. what they felt is that it was their failure.
1: Yeah.
0: And I always suffer so much about it because it's not their fault. Yeah. It's like I was the one hiding it, I was the one not talking about Same. it, I was the one. And it's it's so painful to see that it's like the people that love you feel like, oh my God, I should have known or yeah, I should have well, found out. What could about.
1: I have done? feel like so responsible
0: yeah I mean which 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 I understand because I feel when you have a child probably you feel responsible yeah. for your child even when the child is an adult but uh, that's that's also the sad part for some reason in abusive situation so you feel responsible yeah. because you accepted that situation for some reason mm-hmm. the people who love you feel responsible because they love you and they couldn't help you at the time. Yeah. But for some reasons, the people who are actually abusing, they never...
1: They, no, it doesn't. They, they,
0: no. It they, never they,
1: clicks to we them.
0: Never, no. We never get them accountable.
1: No, no. That's, they always seem to get a And get away with it is like twofold. If there's a justice aspect, which sometimes there's just never justice, but then there's also the complicit, like the complicitness of the society around them that like, yeah. even though they're these kinds of individuals, it takes... It's too much effort to try to reprimand them, or like to do something about it, and yep. just let it go. And then when you let it go, there's just this like culture of abuse that just continues to repeat itself. But then everyone's just you know quiet around, which sucks yep. because then you've got more women who get into the line of fire. No, the, the, <laughs> more the, women or men. The, you know what I mean? The get into hurtful the line of fire.
0: thing. The hurtful thing is also when women are oh, part of that. So I remember very clearly when the whole story. With my ex-boyfriend came out. Because the thing is that there's always this feeling that, yeah, maybe you're lying yeah. or it's like, okay, so if it was like that, why didn't you say it before? Right. Why did you stay in that relationship for four years or for five years? That is the
1: worst. <laughs>
0: I so, that that's the first thing. And then, that I clearly remember some girls telling me at the time when I said like, no, I had to break up with him because he was abusive and the last time he really beat the shit out yeah. of me. So, I had, thank God, I had the strength to... To, to leave. To, no, no, to to actually kick mm-hmm. him out of my house Yeah, that I right. was paying. Because Listen. clearly, in this situation of abuse for funny reasons, then you are, the want to pays the bills. Listen, same deserve-
1: exact thing. I was paying the bills, <laughs> the apartment was in my name, like uh-huh. all kinds of stuff. And then it's like, how am I crying over you? But I'm literally... Providing a roof for you, it makes no sense. So <laughs> I was
0: able to kick him out at some point. Thank, thank you, Jesus yeah. uh, or whoever. Like I think Jesus, I don't thank even. Thank the universe. Yeah, the universe, Whoever <laughs> is blessing us. Okay, thank you. But yeah, people like telling me like. Oh but you know it can happen if it's just a slap on your face sometimes it can happen and, yeah. and and I and I was there looking at these women being like are you crazy? Like, right oh my now? god
1: And also it's it's sad because then you wonder to yourself what have you what have you like accepted in your own life? That has allowed you to feel like this is normal. Because it's not normal. (laughs) Yeah, and so it's
0: like, wow. So there's so much to talk about. And also, I mean, I feel like what was so painful for me is to to realize that some women wanted to support his side instead of my side. But then I realized, and and, and it's not now, because I mean, I've been angry for 20 years. (laughs) So that that is like, that wasn't the time. At the time I was angry. But now... I realized that probably they were trying to deal with their own shame. Yeah. It's like, if I, uh, if I admit that she's right, I'm, I'm probably going to say that, yeah, I knew that something was happening. But I pretended not to see, mm-hmm. which I feel is a converse is is a lot of the conversation around situation of abuse. It's yeah. like there are some people that actually see mm-hmm. and they actually even if they don't see directly, they know that it's happening. Right. And when the woman finally has the courage to, to come out and say, Okay, this actually happened, if they say yes, I knew, yeah. then they have to do their to own They have to
1: identify, shame. yeah, they have to identify. So, in
0: a way right now, I have uh, a sort of feeling of understanding, oh. but I had so much anger. <laughs> I feel you still a yeah, bit angry. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: still in that angry portion where I'm kind of like, I'm so mad at my peers or people that are friends of mine that I know have been around me when certain things have happened to me and have found ways to just kind of like explain it away or... You know, people who have, let's say, come to my rescue in times of distress when I was dealing with my abusive ex or something like that. And then they still work with these people, even though when they're trying to offer you solace, they're like, oh, you know, he's going to get his justice and blah, blah, blah. But you're still very much what you say and how you move is very different. And so I'm still at that point where, like, I have anger towards that because I'm just like, I don't feel like that's right. But then I feel like I'm going to get to the point where I have to understand that everybody's in their own sort of like process of trying to figure themselves out. Yeah. And so I don't really know why you've made that decision. Maybe it's because you have shame and you don't really want to deal with it because then maybe it means having to unpack other things that have happened in your life. Yeah. And that's not really my place. Yeah. My place is to deal with myself.
0: So I remember when after I mean we were talking about a long time ago, mm-hmm. which I mean it means that I'm very old. But
1: besides that, <laughs> old is a state of mind, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well,
0: I mean especially what I did this morning at yoga. I think I'm very young. I'm <laughs> telling you, there are half of the people I know younger than me. They couldn't do what I did this morning. But anyway, no, getting serious, it's, it's like mm, I mean there's a place of healing that can heal other people. I think that's what we were talking about also at the beginning, you know? So, but you have to get there. Yeah. So there's... I mean, which is a place of love. Mm -hmm. So the the thing is that we can be angry. Yeah. And uh, we can... um, but, but that's not a good thing to do. What, what I feel is a good thing to do, and I learned it at the beginning of my study, my psychotherapy after the abuse, when uh, this woman, I will always remember this this doctor, she was like this tiny mm-hmm. Spanish woman in Florence. She was so cool, mm-hmm. so kind, but also very professional. Is like, like very professional in keeping the distance But she made me understand that it's like you cannot change the other person. It's like the person who hurt you is a bad person. We're never going to say he's a good person, but you cannot change the fact that he's a bad person. Right. What you can change to help yourself is that you learn how to protect yourself from these people. Exactly. Or how to... Mm, do justice. Mm-hmm when people like this one are going to come back in your life Mm -hmm. because unfortunately there are people like this in the world yeah now if you put too much effort in trying to change them you never heal yourself no so the focus should always be yes (laughs) we keep focusing outwards but also because focusing outwards is easier yeah wait so much easier than doing the
1: internal work what no wait
0: (laughs) so that was something that really opened my mind a lot because it's like wow It's, 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 uh, it's, it's really coming from a place of acceptance. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to accept that. That person is still going to exist because <laughs> you can't kill.
1: Yeah. You can't kill. As much right? as you can mentally try to do it.
0: I mean, I feel like, yeah, you, you try to sometimes. You're like, in your oh, dreams. I wish you could
1: just disappear. But uh, the
0: thing is also, like, I'm not the kind of person. Yeah. I don't want, I remember. Okay, so let me tell you this story. So at the time when this old story came out, I was working in events. Mm-hmm. These are one of my favorite stories. I was working with events. And um, so we were working at a big event uh, in a. Um, Oh, it's one of these huge shopping malls uh, you know they do like huge events mm-hmm. I mean it was like that and it was in the south of Italy and I had the whole crew working with me the production team especially one person I was very close with uh, I mean it was the person I was close with after the all crazy situation mm-hmm. so when they found out what happened it was like okay we're gonna deal with that so they came back to me and it was him and our head of security, so this guy, we call him Marcone, is mm-hmm. like big Marco. Marco is an Italian, name, so mm-hmm. like big one. It's like security like, man. Yeah, yeah. So they literally they came to me and was like, okay, Irene, we just need a name mm-hmm. and an address. And I'm like, I'm like for what? And I like, no, no no no, don't worry, name, address, address. <laughs> we figured it out. And we are like, I thought it was like one of those mafia movies, which is like, what is happening right now? they were like you don't worry it's like no one can we will be able to trace it to you it's mm-hmm. like, we will find some people the right people and I was like guys it's not happening <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I feel like oh my god I should have done that that was right? like really badass like, thing right but it's like I'm happy that I said no Yeah. because and they were ready I'm telling you they were ready but for me it's like if I did that I would have been the same as him. Yeah,
1: you wouldn't feel. You wouldn't feel good.
0: I, I'm not a violent person. Yeah, I'm not like him. So if I let somebody else hurt him physically because of what he did to me, then, then I'm just, like him. Re- I'm just yeah. like him. And yes, and then the circle
1: continues. The cycle, the cycle and like, continues. And also, like I because like, for example, me in my like peak of anger and rage, like I'll think to myself, "Oh, I wish you were dead." But it's like even in that thinking, like, what will somebody's yeah. demise even do for me? won't really do anything you know what i'm trying to say like i feel like the work is always in like with ourselves
0: and 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 you know why you become like them Mm -hmm. because i'm sure you can confirm this what abusers do yeah usually is they tell you look at what you made me do yes exactly it's
1: always your fault for what they're doing i remember when i was dragged by my hair across the floor it was because i asked for that because my attitude and my mouth exactly. got look, me, said, you know I'm not this type of yes. person. So they will tell you, look at what you made me, me do.
0: Exactly. And so, if I would allow somebody to beat the shit out of him that yeah. he probably deserved, I would have probably found the justification with myself, which is like, well, but he made me do you that. Do exactly. And just, I'm like, I'm not, I am not the person. Yeah. I will never be the person. Exactly. So justice has to justice exists, but it has to be find, found in the right way. Exactly. If you straighten violence in the world violence will grow in the world. Exactly. No? It's, it's, it's the you can't basic...
1: answer violence with violence. Exactly. It's, just, it's counterproductive. It's, it's
0: like it's this uh, Oprah uh, Super Soul conversation yes. with Eckhart Tolle that no. I keep listening and listening and listening, but it's like whatever you strengthen mm-hmm. no, no, whatever you fight you strengthen and whatever... Uh, you resist. You resist, persists, it persists. It persists. Yes. So that's the thing. So the, the fight has to be for the good part of yeah. the story, not for the bad part. It's, it's, it's like, I want to talk about healing. I want to talk about feeling better. I want to talk about love and acceptance. Yeah. I don't want to talk about fighting and killing and hating and, and being angry. Exactly. Because that is not going to help anyone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... I, I feel like very lucky to be in this space right now mm-hmm. where even in other situations that you know right now I'm going through which is not abusive relationships but it's still abuse
1: under the umbrella
0: under the umbrella of abuse, of abuse because I, I'm sure you guys also go through some abuse yeah. at the workspace mm-hmm. and also it's like the way you react is, oh, it's what we said all the time. It's like being a lady.
1: Exactly. RPG. Like,
0: yeah. Like our <laughs> RPG lesson is like, I'm not going to move. Yeah. But I'm not going to let you say that I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm freaking out. I'm like that. I'm going to be a super lady. Exactly. Stand still. Not moving from my ground and make you pay for what you have to pay. But I'm not going to use the same currency.
1: That you have been using. Exactly,
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think that's the key and uh, I mean I feel that's the key in general Mm -hmm. in this sort of like war against men that we are facing so much right now so it's amazing that we had these movements like Me Too Exactly. Like, like that we opened the Pandora box, mm-hmm. right? So we opened it and we know that this kind of abuse, but we know that they
1: have been forever. We know it exists, forever. yeah.
0: Look, I don't remember the exact date so I don't want to say something completely crazy right now but Italy is not the most advanced country in the world for two reasons. We have the Pope in house mm-hmm. so we have the Catholic Church basically, Catholic Church in house so I think it was the 70s When what they called uh, the killing for honor, uh, I don't know if the translation is right, uh, was still part of the Italian law. So the law would say that if a man Mm -hmm. comes home and finds his woman wife cheating with another man, he's allowed to kill her. Wait, what? Yes. And was it's not going to pay. That was a law. Whoa. And it was canceled like 50 years ago, 60 years ago. It's not 20,000 years ago. That was Whoa. a law. And it, 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 it was canceled. There was a whole thing around yeah. it because there was a movie that talked about it. It was a very interesting movie that mm-hmm. talked about it. And because of that... Uh, they finally was with Marcello Mastroianni it was like one of those Italian amazing movies but anyway because of that and Mm -hmm. all the conversation around it uh, then the law was just like yeah to abolish it yeah yeah. but it was there and we seriously we're not talking about 2000 years ago we're talking about I mean
1: I think it was the end of the 60s we were there I don't know like as as far-fetched as that law is I believe it because it's right so like now, honor murder or something like that.
0: Like, it's like if your wife, but uh, it, but the other way around would work though. If the wife, if the walks wife walks in, in oh, no, she can't yeah. do that. Of course not. Of course not. Well, I mean, so right. the movie was interesting Ugh. because it's the whole story of this man who yeah. had to marry this super ugly woman, and then he falls in love with this super beautiful woman, and so they try to uh, push the other woman to cheat on him so that he, he can so he kill can her and kill her. And it, so it was sort of like this, uh, this yeah. This dark comedy, comedy thing yeah. but it had so much talking around it that Whoa, finally so it's like I don't come from a place where I'm like I'm so like oh oh you guys are so behind I mean, I went to New York the first thing, I will always remember, so the first day, I mean, I arrived I was late, I went home, so the day after, I go out I take the train, I go to Manhattan I was looking for a specific shop so I start walking, and I pass in front of this huge planet, Parenthood in Manhattan, and I'm like okay, there's something weird and they were like these two people, man and woman, praying yeah. in front of Blatt and Parador, which is like
1: it's and they're there every day. Uh, okay, there every day,
0: and that's yeah. New York City. Yeah, so you're like, I feel like the world is really very similar everywhere, and yeah. we try also to give this like connotation to Africa because it serves a purpose. But when we are here, I really want to say that it's, like there are things that we need to talk about a lot in yeah. Ghana but it's not only Ghana I yeah. mean it's the world so mm-hmm. it's not it's not about pointing fingers to Ghanaians. I feel like outside at least now the law is helping more than here or mm-hmm. the conversations are helping more than than here mm-hmm. but it's like it's everywhere in the world it's yeah. not only it's not only Ghana you've been in an abusive relationship in the states yeah I've been in an abusive relationship in Italy yeah. so it's like it's not only here no and and what i feel that is damaging is this vision of being a feminist as a hater yeah it's like if i'm I mean, a feminist, I mean, like that's I reactionary
1: that. feminism right that's like yeah. i'm i'm being a feminist because i went on a really bad date with a guy and now i hate all men because a man didn't want to be with me that's yeah. not Abuse. <laughs> that's a man being a dickhead. <laughs> okay, but that's not... Yeah, that's but not, exactly... But there's a lot of reactionary feminists that are exactly. using specific instances in their lives to point the finger at men when really it's just maybe you made a bad decision. And there's nothing wrong with making a bad decision, but there's there's something wrong about picking, picking the things that you want to find justice for because it's a reaction to something.
0: I mean, it's like... I mean, it's it's a very delicate, it's a very delicate conversation. conversation, But the thing is, like, and that's what we were saying before about Eckhart Tolle Mm -hmm. and about not putting pressure in the wrong uh, place. I feel like if we want to find a solution to this issue of. Having still so many men feeling allowed to abuse women, we need to include the good men in the conversation. Conversation,
1: exactly. If it's
0: only a conversation that happens between women,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, the problem
1: we don't expect men to learn from that. No,
0: because because (laughs) we automatically put them in a defensive form. It's like, okay, so whatever am I going to do right now? You're going to accuse me to be a predator or to be an abuser. Which is not the case all the time. Exactly. Oh my! Some men are assholes. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, they cheat, they lie. Yeah, they are but horrible trust humans, me, But trust me, trust <laughs> me. Oh, the cheaters, the liars, I can deal with them very easily because I've dealt with somebody yeah. beating the shit out of me. It's like, I mean, yeah. there's a big difference between being a predator and abuser and just being
1: a dickhead. Yeah, there's like way huge differences. Do you think they're going to beep us with all these... Cyril, don't beep us. We love you.
0: (laughs) I don't think you can, but it's like, we are saying all the possible things today. But I also feel this conversation is very important. No, it's
1: necessary. No,
0: but it's like, yeah. And what is necessary is to say that we want men in the conversation. We want the good men in the conversation. I will always remember, I think it was a couple of years ago, and we were having a conversation. I think it was at the shop at and there was uh, a conversation about Fela Kuti Mm -hmm. because we know that I mean Fela is a music genius yeah but it was definitely an abuse. Yeah,
1: we know a lot of a lot of our our problematic. Look, things. I remember <laughs> if you look at
0: if you look at the documentary Finding Fela, which yeah. is a documentary around also the Broadway show mm-hmm. that Questlove yeah. produced and all the things, It's like one of the people involved in the production. I don't know if it was the director or somebody else. It will tell you like we had to have a meeting at some point because it's like. How are we going to talk about this? Yeah, because this guy used to drag women by their hair on the floor, mm-hmm. and it's like, and we are here on Broadway, try to do a celebration. But <laughs> like, how are we going to talk about yeah. this, right? So I remember actually me me being a survivor I mean I I don't I don't know if that's the word I want to use anymore definitely it's not victim but anyway I've been there right Mm -hmm. and so I really decided for myself that I wanted to cancel this kind of people so I know fellow was a music genius I don't listen to his music I just I just can't
1: mm-hmm.
0: like Kelly is very easy no, to cancel that's like
1: not even hard no because
0: also it's like you know why are we having all this conversation around men being abusive and then we have an old documentary pointing out that Nina Simone wasn't that good because she was bipolar yeah. and it's like look she didn't hurt anyone. She didn't, hurt she didn't rape her. anyone. Nope. She didn't fuck up anyone. Nope. She was just a problematic person because she saw her best friends killed. killed.
1: <laughs> and she like had to exile herself.
0: Like She had issues like, because she saw her best friends being killed. And that there was threats against her own but life. But we can do a whole story around Nina Simone being bipolar and then we don't want to cancel men who actually ruined no, so many it's, women's lives i mean even
1: for example like to, to just go off on a little tangent even if you watch surviving r kelly and you see that so many of the people who are even complicit in allowing his abuse to continue it's because at the end of the day this is where your money's coming from you don't want your your way of life because it's not happening to you personally and you don't want your current way of life to be altered uh-huh you're just like, I'm just going to keep quiet because I don't really want to be uncomfortable. It's the discomfort. People don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And so because they don't want to be uncomfortable, they're like, well, it's much easier for me to just turn my eye and change Aliyah's age on a piece of paper. Yeah. Than to actually be like, you know what? This is a predator who's going to continue doing this because he's has for over 20 years. Um, you know, it's like, and there's people like that, even, I mean, this is not even going to America or talking about R. Kelly, but even here in in Accra, Ghana, when we come up with these stories oh, come on. of parliamentarians oh, and stuff God. like that who are abusing they're, their positions to be pregnant there. towards women, and then they still have their positions. They're still driving their big cars with their convoys, and no one's done the wiser with their four wives or four girls inside. No, And it's like a, a community that's just like in helter-skelter. Yeah. It's like... But so in that, I, that. I
0: will always remember in that in, in that situation, mean me actually saying out loud that unfortunately fellow was an abuser and so being myself a survivor, yeah. fellow is cancelled from my playlist. Yeah. As much as Achilles is cancelled. Yeah, exactly that. As much as I don't watch Woody Allen movies oh. anymore. And I used to love Woody yeah. Allen movies. But when I had uh, when I realized I'm like I'm sorry, I'm gonna just, watch yeah, like I'm that. gonna watch I mean, we need more female directors, right?
1: But do you think that it's and, easier to as a And I stopped Roman Blask.
0: I don't know if it's easier, but what I'm saying is that I feel like we're even giving too much importance to this. Yeah. Instead of talking about them, we should talk about the positive things that other people have done, which is, we go back to the idea of putting pressure at the wrong place and so if you put pressure on that place that becomes bigger yeah instead if you ignore it it would just disappear. Mm-hmm. Because, and that's also a technique in communication. Do you remember at some point, I think in Italy it was big at some point, but I think it was the same with Trump. It's like they tell politicians not to even mention the name mm-hmm. of, the other, of one the other one. Because otherwise you keep reminding people of that name. Yeah. So I think we should do the same with abuse. Exactly. We just, just like, Cancel them. Cancel so them. Talk. Don't even
1: give them the don't light of day. Don't talk about They don't exist.
0: Because I, uh, again, what if you put pressure? It's just like it's that's physics. True. That's true. That becomes your point of pressure, so that becomes stronger, and the other one becomes less strong. So I feel that's the kind of approach that we should have, and that's and that's what applies to so many things. Not only abuse, but it's really like. Don't 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 go in the fighting mood. Go in actually, okay? You know what? These things are part of life. Yeah. Let me work on the healing. Let me work on the positive part of it. So because when I was in this conversation with Fela Kuti, I remember saying, "I'm sorry, guys. I mean, I know he's a genius, but for me Fela is canceled." Yeah. And in that conversation, there were true, There were two, very, I mean, they declared themselves feminists. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember a specific man in the room trying to ask a question about what could he do to help. Mm -hmm. And I personally know this person and this man. And I know he's a very intelligent man. And I actually appreciate him a lot. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of these women trashing him like so much. And I was there and I was like, it was so unnecessary. Mm -hmm. He's not an abuser. He's not a bad person just he was actually genuinely trying to understand from mm. his place of ignorance because he's a man yeah so he's, he's he grew up thinking that everything a man does is okay mm-hmm. so he's coming here in a public space and he's asking us how can i help what can i do and you tell him all possible things just because
1: he's a man yeah
0: that's that's and that's, that's like, not that's
1: not oh, it's divisive it doesn't help the exactly. situation it doesn't allow the conversation to move forward there's no there's no like what happens after like it just makes it seem like men are bad men are trash and that's it and we can't even have the conversation about what you can do better Because we're already coming from the defensive.
0: Yeah, we come from a place of anger, we come from a place of fight, and we don't come from a place of love, which is the place where everything should come from. When we talk about these things, when we talk about race, when we talk about gender, we need to be inclusive in the conversation. Or it's just just like, if I talk only without a woman who have been abused... uh, and that is like, we, we never open the circle to other people who need to understand, mm-hmm. which is like, yes, it, it's sort of like we are comforting each other, but we're not moving on. Yeah, It's like we are there in this circle, we're like, yes, this happened to me, and yes, this happened to me, and yes, this happened to me, and yes, this happened to me, but how do we move on? Mm-hmm. We move on opening up and embracing men that are actually good men. Exactly. I mean, my friends, I have so many friends I know that are a lot a good, of men. good men. I know and a lot unfortunately, of I know a lot of women that are not good women. Yeah. Because I truly yeah. believe, I think I said the same thing in, <laughs> in, in the last episode. I truly believe that power can corrupt women as much that it corrupts men. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not that being bad belongs to men and no. doesn't belong to women. It's equal.
1: You can share it all it's around. equal. Yeah.
0: And so the good people should learn to embrace the other good, good people, people because we are humans Exactly. We are not men and women, we are not male and female. There's no gender, there's no race. We are humans. And as humans, we have to embrace the other
1: good humans exactly. so that we
0: can build a better future.
1: Exactly. I feel like right now we're at a point in like our, our general Everybody's like got a soapbox and they're standing on their soapbox and they want to be angry on each of their irrespective soapbox. Instead of looking at it from that perspective of if we come at it from a very human level, let's all just try to be good and like deal with things with love as opposed to anger and Violence and divisiveness that just doesn't really help the situation. And of course, ever. because I
0: mean, it's very easy to talk about big things, and then you're fighting with your neighbor every day. I mean, anger so is easy. Like,
1: anger is super easy.
0: Yeah, and, and and what I'm saying is that I'm not blaming people for being angry. Yeah. But I'm I'm just trying to share my experience mm-hmm. because the moment I was able to drop
1: the that anger. anger
0: my life yeah changed I, I mean we talked about mm-hmm. this we talked about like this moment between the end of the last year and the beginning of this year when I was like you know what I'm done yeah and it was like that it was a moment but I recognized that it was a moment that come from 20 years of work mm-hmm. it's not a moment that comes like overnight hey, yeah it doesn't just happen but then the change comes overnight yeah and you wake up in the morning you're like oh my god that stone on my stomach is gone yeah because that anger is not helping anyone and it's not helping you it's intoxicating you yeah it's so i feel that's that's the job that is it's like healing so we can heal other people Mm -hmm. and embrace other people even the bad ones because I mean at at a certain extent not all of them but I feel that some people can redeem themselves yeah and it's so funny because I'm not a Christian (laughs) and I feel like most of the Christians I know wouldn't talk like this but they're very Christians and they go to church (laughs) trust me all the time but it's like I believe some people can redeem themselves yeah uh, but I also believe that Some people should pay for what they've done, but pay doesn't mean that I have to punish them physically. Pay means that they have to go through that pain because I had to go through that pain to understand why I was putting myself in In that situation. Exactly. Because we all know that the only reason why we end up there is because we don't love ourselves, ourselves. enough. Mm-hmm. Because if I was loving myself as I love myself right now, I would not, no way. I
1: would put have yourself say no. In it. Oh my god, I would
0: have say no after two seconds. I are like, wait, what? Yeah, and I, and, and, and
1: maybe it does. It, we have become more discerning now, where it's like, oh, I can now. I just, it's easy for me to be able to say no and stuff because I know that like I am keeping myself protected. <laughs> yeah from all the crazy shit that is like outside of it yeah
0: the lesson is how you protect yourself not how you kill somebody else yeah how do I
1: protect myself it's like
0: not because because and and I'm sorry I mean we've been having like a sort of philosophical conversation but even if you think about science most of the abusers have been abused yeah and so this means that they couldn't go through the healing process. Exactly. And so they became abusers because they had to, in a way, they have to uh, go through the anger. They have mm-hmm. to to let it out Yeah. in some way. I don't want to be that kind of person. No. I don't want to be the person that since I've been abused,
1: I'm going to become an abuser. Yeah, I don't want that to be that person. <laughs> and it's easy to fall into that way of being it's, because it's especially if you let the anger take you It's over. very easy. But then I think it's much more freeing. Because you almost be like this th- this happened to me so, so I, I yeah. get right. Yeah, like I remember when I had first come out of that abusive situation I felt like any guy that I was going to be with I was yeah. going to treat really Yeah, I'm going to treat you like shit. Yeah. Because I was just like I deserve to do that because somebody has treated me that way. But then what happens when you do that is you don't feel very good. Cuz you're not naturally that kind of person so then you feel bad and then the bad feelings turn into depression because you're like doing things acting out of your nature
0: and then you feel bad because yeah. you're like wow I, I don't really like myself I don't really like myself I don't exactly. like myself being like that
1: and then you realize like oh my goodness I don't like myself and now I have to figure out how do I start loving myself again and that's mm. when the healing comes in it's like that's yeah. when you're like okay what are the steps I need to take for myself to make sure that I'm okay yeah. Because what's good for me is probably different for you, and it's different for everybody.
0: But this is so amazing for two reasons. Because that's the way I came closer to you. Yes, and that's why this friendship is going to be the best friendship ever. That's but it's events. like no, because yeah. we were we were like we, we were going around each other yeah. you know? in a way. It's like I, I always we were in loved each other's you. Orbit. It's like I always loved <laughs> you, but when you were in that situation, I was like. I don't know if I can deal with that. Yeah. But also, I felt I don't even know if I was conscious. But you know, energy recognize each other. So mm-hmm. you knew that I knew. Yeah. So you were trying to probably avoid me because, yeah. like, because when I'm, you go around people just, that just know what to you're going to,
1: yeah. The minute you even like, I remember there are certain people. The minute they would open their mouths, I would want to cry. Yeah. It's like that. It's where it's like, you can't, I can't even keep up the front. So,
0: so I feel it's like your energy (laughs) will be like, okay, I think I like you, but I don't want to be around you because you're going to to remind me all this shit that I'm going through. And and I I don't want to, to, and right now I I don't want to deal with it. it. Yeah. But so I feel like it's so amazing that the universe finally brought us together. (laughs) Yeah. It it had to happen. So I feel it's like there's always, a place of healing mm-hmm. is Always. there and, and and so that's that's what I want to tell other people that yeah. are going through this situation because I even remember that day of uh, this fella kuti conversation uh, that mm-hmm. we were talking about before when when I when I Talked about it and I said like I'm sorry, but for me Felix cancelled as much as Roman Polanski is cancelled, yeah. as much as Woody Allen, as much as Bill Cosby they're cancelled because as a survivor I owe you it just, to yeah, myself you and I owe that. it to other survivors. I feel like the the, the the room was quite cold and one said everything. But at the end of everything a girl came to me and I said like thank you. So for me it's like if I helped One girl Mm -hmm. today with this kind of conversation, you helped. I'm happy. It's like, I don't want a crowd to clap at me. I don't want people to say, yeah. Someone's been impacted. No, but even one human is important. So I feel like that's what I am now. And that's Mm -hmm. why I also saved myself again from from another abusive situation. And I'm standing my ground and I'm not going to be like, you know what?
1: It's, it's over yeah, we it, can't it, accept disrespect in we, our lives we can't any, accept it at work at any level at any level <laughs> your friends level. your lovers even your family no and, and especially work. at work <laughs> and at especially
0: work. at work because work is like work is what we do to pay our the bills yeah. and this is like I feel like and, and that was like one of my first episodes when I I think it was my, the first episode when I was telling the story that I, I got in this big depression last year because I lost my job mm. and I used to identify my Myself with my job mm-hmm. and so losing that job made like me feel like I'm I was like not but like, I'm you. sorry I, didn't my, I identify myself right now with so many beautiful things that is like I can be broke mm-hmm. I can lose my job I don't care exactly. I'm still a, a very amazing human being and you are an amazing human being and you too my love <laughs> <Thank you>. so <laughs> I think we have to close before we get cut <laughs> from uh, the I mean yes because Yeah, we're almost at 45. Oh, well, that's good. Yes. I think that's
1: great. Well, I mean, they told me
0: I should stay into 30. But but, I mean, I want to say that Denzel and Coffee from An Artist, they always go like super long. So (laughs) we we did great. And so I think I want to read this poem. Mm Mm-hmm that if you remember, I read on my yoga class. So that comes from Tupac. And it's also interesting because based on what we talked about, it's like, the men that sometimes behave like they are this tough and strong mm-hmm. and like they are very vulnerable. Yeah. And so I think we should also learn to read between the lines yeah. and try to embrace them because if they are trying to hide the vulnerability, maybe they are going through something. There's a reason. And yeah. so there is this beautiful poem from, again, this book from uh, Tupac uh, that is called The Eternal Lament, which says... From my mind to the depths of my soul, I yearn to achieve all of my goals and all of my free time will be spent on the first I miss, I will lament. I am not a perfectionist, but still I seek perfection. I am not a great romantic, but yet I yearn for affection. Eternally, my mind will produce ways to put my talents to use. And when I'm done, no matter where I've been, I'll yearn to do it all again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, to Park. We've been missing you so much all this yes. time. Thank you again. Thank you, Ria. I love you, you so much. much. I think we have to do it again because it's
1: going to be so good. I'll be back. Yes, she'll be back.
0: But also, Ria is on Radio when?
1: Every Thursday. Thursdays? Every
0: Thursday on 3FM from 7 to 8. Great. So 3FM from 7 to 8 every
1: Thursday. Except for nighttime at Front Back.
0: Yes, which is not today because you're sick. It's yeah. like, guys, I mean, guys. we are so busy. But I mean, <laughs> opinions of mine uh, is out every two weeks, and now I have this new yoga center that you guys have to come no and times. enjoy. Yeah. And also, thank you, the Gold Coast Report, for always supporting us and producing our uh, podcast and trying to promote the podcast culture in Ghana. Thank you so much. Opinion of mine, I. See I'll talk to you very soon, in two weeks. Bye. <laughs> this has been a Gold Coast Report production.
1: No Tell me you're gone, you're gone, you're gone